the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hi, I'm Hugh Hewitt. Thank you for listening to the Town Hall Review Podcast, where we bring you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Our podcast is brought to you through partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy and ADF, the Alliance Defending Freedom. Here's a piece that I hope you'll enjoy from my colleague Larry Elder. A Muslim scholar says that the Iranian regime is being threatened for the first time ever under President Trump. Inflation is said to be through the roof. Unemployment. Economy contracted 10% last year because of the sanctions that the president has imposed. Even Chris Coons. Chris Coons is a Trump-hating Democrat senator from Delaware. Even he acknowledged to Chris Wallace that Trump has indeed turned off, quote, the terror money spigot. Let me pick up on that because you heard me question uh, Ambassador O'Brien, the national security advisor, about the larger strategy. Uh, There is no question that as part of the Iran nuclear deal, the deal that John Kerry and Barack Obama negotiated, Iran got back billions of dollars in frozen assets and that it used those assets to spread terror, give it to Hezbollah, Hamas, other bad actors uh, around the Middle East. Would you be willing to concede that as part of the president's maximum pressure campaign, that at least they turned off the terror money spigot. I know you hate the president's guts. I know you dislike him. But will you at least agree that the president has squeezed Iran to the point now where the money, terror money spigot has been turned off? I know you're a Democrat. I know you're going to vote to him to, to convict the president. But will you at least concede that Chris Coons, Democrat from Delaware, here's what he says. Um, There's been a real impact on the Iranian economy and on the resources available uh, to the terrible Iranian regime as a result of the maximum pressure campaign. So that's a success. That's a positive. Meanwhile, over on CNN, which I watched and you don't have to, they have a Trump hating media uh, pundit named Brian Stelter. Even he gave Trump credit for telling Iran to let reporters roam free during that country. Picking up on where Freed left off, our top story right now, President Trump supporting press freedom, not in the United States, but in Iran. We didn't need the sarcasm, but but we'll take it. Uh, The president weighing in on Twitter about the protests that have erupted in Iran in recent hours. He's tweeting this, uh, among other things. Uh, He says, turn your Internet back on in Iran. Let reporters roam free. He's urging the leaders of Iran not to take action, not to kill and arrest the protesters that have taken to the streets. All these protests have been in response uh, to Iran admitting uh, to the the accidental shootdown of uh, the Ukrainian Flight 752. Of course, Iran denied for days and days that it was responsible for the crash and then finally admitted it, fessed up under pressure. Let's take a look at the newspapers in Iran today. These are Sunday's front pages, many of them in shades of black, uh, trying to hold the government accountable, describing the suspected... Okay, gave the president credit. By the way, do you think if there had been a different president, the Iranians would have fessed up? They lied for several days. 
mechanical failure said that America was spreading lies. This Muslim scholar says that the Iranian regime is being threatened for the first time ever under Trump. So they are finally able to voice what they've suspected all along. And we must not ignore those voices. President Trump made a wonderful statement on Twitter in Farsi and in English that the United States is with the people of Iran. We have no enmity with the people of the Iran. But we do despise the Islamist Iranian theocratic regime, which is a totalitarian regime. They've had that country for 41 years shrouded, totally suffocated in oppression since then. And I think we're seeing that veil coming off. President Trump put out a tweet in Farsi supporting the Iranian dissidents in the streets, and it is said to be the most liked tweet in the history of Iran. That's how popular that tweet was that he put out in Farsi. You have thousands of people in the streets where it is illegal, punishable, to protest the regime. Thousands out in the streets. Something very real is happening. And what does Nancy Pelosi say about it? Well, people are in the street for different reasons. Maybe they're just shopping. Well, the regime, the protesters are are protesting, as I understand it, this brand of protesters, about the fact that that plane went down. And many students uh, were on that plane. And these are largely students in the street. I- yes, but uh, Ms. Pelosi, they've been protesting now for months. I think the Iranians should have not had commercial flights going off when there was... They're calling out the regime for lying. They're saying death to Khomeini as well. Isn't that a big deal? They're calling the regime for lying. They're saying death to Khomeini. They're trashing the picture of Soleimani. Isn't this this Nancy Pelosi a a big deal? Doesn't this suggest maybe just maybe the legitimacy of the regime might be on on the brink of collapsing? For lying, they're saying death to Khomeini as well. No, well, whatever it is, but the fact. No, well, whatever it is. I mean, <laughs> who knows what they're saying? I mean, it's hard to say. I don't speak Farsi. You don't speak Farsi. I mean, really. Is this the, the? There were protesters in the streets before against the regime. After the taking out of Soleimani, there were protesters in the street joined together, as you know, against us. That wasn't good. Taking down this plane is a terrible, terrible tragedy. And they should be held accountable for letting commercial flights go at a time that was so, so dangerous. Uh, but there are different reasons why uh, people are in the street. Uh, wow. Different reasons why the people are in the streets. And she, of course, is an expert. Again, here's a Muslim scholar. So they are finally able to voice what they've suspected all along. And we must not ignore those voices. President Trump made a wonderful statement on Twitter in Farsi and in English that the United States is with the people of Iran. We have no enmity with the people of the Iran. But we do despise the Islamist Iranian theocratic regime, which is a totalitarian regime. They've had that country for 41 years shrouded, totally suffocated in oppression since then. And I think we're seeing that veil coming off. Well, at least Nancy Pelosi didn't blame the plane crash on Trump, as did another California House Democrat. Thanks so much for joining us. And I want to start uh, with this plane crash. Uh, Have you been briefed on it? Because it certainly sounds like it was a mistake. Jackie Spear, California. By the Iranians. Do you think they assumed this was some sort of U.S. military plane? Well, I have been briefed on it, Wolf, and the Intelligence Committee, so I'm not really at liberty to say. But... Uh, if what is being projected is true, yeah, uh, this is yet another example of of collateral damage 
from the actions that have been taken in a provocative way by the president of the United States. So Trump did it. Joe Lieberman called out Democrats like Jackie Speer for opposing the Soleimani strike because of their partisanship. So, I mean, everybody by now knows the record. Uh, you can hold them responsible for the deaths of hundreds of Americans directly uh, since uh, over the last 15 years and thousands of others, all those including Democrats who, who uh, deservedly uh, are critical of, of standing back in Syria and watching uh, more than half a million people killed there, uh, can put the blame mostly on Soleimani, without whom uh, Assad never would have still been there. So um, this is again a reflection, I'm afraid, of how partisan, tribal our politics have come. And this can't even set aside this to celebrate the death of this person with the blood of hundreds of Americans and thousands of Americans who've been maimed because of this killer. We were told over and over and over again that Soleimani was beloved. What did Chris Matthews say? Let me ask you about what we should have done. I go back to the congressman on this. You know, when some people die, we, you know, um, you don't know what the impact's going to be. When Princess Diana died, for example, there was a huge emotional outpouring. Uh, these kinds of Elvis Presley in our culture. It's almost like Princess Di, or Elvis Presley died. Solomon, really? Daily Wire headline, Death to Liars. Iranians turn on Ayatollah, demand resignation over shot down plane. Crowds that appeared to number well into the thousands took the streets of Tehran on Saturday night to protest and demand that Ayatollah Khomeini resign after his Islamic government falsely told the citizens of Iran and the rest of the world that he was not responsible for shooting down a Ukrainian passenger plane this week that killed 176 people. Here's what the Daily Mail says. Quote, angry crowds gathered on Saturday night in at least four locations in Tehran, chanting death to liars and calling for the country's supreme leader to step down over the tragic military blunder video from the scene shows. Death to the Islamic Republic protesters chanted as a regime's paramilitary security force allegedly used ambulances to sneak heavily armed paramilitary police into the middle of the crowds to disperse the demonstrations. End of quote. One even said, 27 years old, told Reuters, quote, why should I vote for this regime? I don't trust them at all. They lied to us about the plane crash. Why should I trust them when they don't trust the people enough to tell the truth? End of quote. Supposedly, Khomeini authorized the killing of some 1,500 of his own citizens in efforts to stamp town dissent. You don't think something's happening? And Nancy Pelosi can't even acknowledge that? Well, there are different reasons why people are in the street. Nancy Pelosi, how about saying and encouraging? Don't you want there to be an overthrow of this regime so we don't have to go to war? Isn't this a good thing? You can't give President Trump credit for turning the screws on this regime, can you? Any more than a lot of people who hated Ronald Reagan did not want to give him credit for hastening the demise of the Soviet Union. This could be an inflection point. You never know. There are predictions that Assad of uh, Syria was going to fall. I think Hillary even said he's probably going to last another two weeks. He's still there. So you never know. The governor government of Tunisia fell over a guy who had a scale to weigh things. 
the scale was taken away from him by the government. He went nuts, protested, and that sparked the revolution in Tunisia. So you never know. But it is illegal for Iranians to take to the streets and protest the Islamic Republic, yet thousands apparently are doing it. This video I put up on Twitter showing people climbing the wall, tearing down a big picture of Soleimani. Something very serious is happening. And it's happening because this president came in here. And instead of sending pallets of money and signing a deal that gives them a march towards getting a nuclear bomb within 10 to 15 years, he said, we're going to take this country down. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming to you today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, where they're preparing leaders for the public square. Application deadline for fall classes is June 15th. It might be the right step for you or a recent college graduate in your life. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you enjoy your podcast, take a moment, tell a friend to subscribe today.